0: Welcome to Calvary Christian Assembly of God. My name is Pastor Floyd McDonald and we are looking forward to you tuning in to this week's podcast. Don't miss out on this word from the Lord. Aren't you glad that you're here in the name of the Lord? Amen. How many are thankful to be in the house of the Lord today? Amen. Praise the Lord. I want you to take your Bibles with me and I want you to go to Philippians, the fourth chapter, Philippians chapter four. How many has already had Thanksgiving? Any of you? How many's having multiple thanksgiving's? How many's had enough turkey already? Lift your hand. A few of you. <laughs> Amen. So we are getting ready to embark in the christmas decorations beautiful. Come on somebody. Amen. Praise the Lord. Sister Cindy Pipes and Emily and uh, some of her family has done this. And so we are just so grateful for how many know that people, different people have different talents. And so her talent is to do that. I said, then operate in your calling, girl. Hallelujah. Amen. So it's been a blessing to see Sister Cindy in there and family decorate and so Amen. So, you know, there were there was a third grader that was asked to write a composition by his teacher, and this was the question. The question was simply this What am I thankful for on Thanksgiving? How many is thankful today? You're how many, how many are thankful today? Yes. And so uh the third grader wrote back and sat there and said, I am thankful that I'm not a turkey. How many say amen to that today? <laughs> It reminds me of a lady, she was uh, shopping at the store then for her Thanksgiving dinner and turkey, and and so she was picking through frozen turkeys at the grocery store, but she couldn't quite find one big enough to meet the need in her family, so she asked the meat market guy, she said, do these turkeys get any bigger? He pushed his paper hat back and said, ma'am, they're dead. Come on, somebody. Did you... (laughs) Did, did you know this? Since 1981, I didn't realize this, but Butterball has a turkey line that you can call them about questions. I mean, let me just ask this question. Has anybody ever called the turkey line? I don't know. Or you just don't want to admit it. <laughs> My mother-in-law lifted up her hand back there. <laughs> You know, I didn't even know that, but since 1981, Butterball has a turkey line that you could call and ask questions if you have any need as far as how your turkey's going. This, this was really funny, and I, I aggravated Pastor Bill. I would have thought this guy's from Arkansas. I'm getting ready to tell you a story, but he's from Michigan, where Pastor Bill's from. And so it says one man from Michigan called to tell the operator at Butterball said that he cut his turkey in half with a chainsaw. And he asked and wanted to know if the oil from the chainsaw would adversely affect the turkey. How many know that's an Arkansas guy right there? I think he moved to Michigan. What do you think, Pastor Bill? How about this one? A lady from Colorado called about how to thaw her frozen butterball. She proudly shared the fact that her turkey was stored in a snowbank outside. And if it had snowed a foot overnight, then it dawned on her mid-sentence that she didn't have a clue where the turkey was. So at that point, the conversation was over because she was now on a mission to get out in the snow and find her buried turkey. Come on, somebody. Here's another one. When a talk line staffer asked another caller uh, seeking cooking help what state her turkey was in, meaning how thawed her turkey was in, the caller said, the state of Florida. This is true. I'm not making this up. These are true calls. So, you know what? How many know that uh, uh, Thanksgiving is a unique holiday? Because how many know it's getting lost between Halloween and Christmas? How many really sense when you go into Walmart or one of these big stores anymore, it seems like the colors of Halloween, it goes from orange and black directly to green. How many just realize that, that Thanksgiving is being lost? Come on. Amen, and so I, I'm, I'm kind of bummed about that as, you, as we're, I feel like a hypocrite this morning having, having the tree up, but it, it's almost getting lost, and so, uh, you know what, I, I got to thinking and there was a friend of mine that sent, I, there's no way I can even preach with this thing, so, um, you know, there, there's a picture that I wanted to show you guys of a pilgrim and his wife, I think this describes it perfectly, there's a turkey over there that says, can we at least wait? Until after dinner, come on, somebody. Yeah, that doesn't that kind of describe it. Yeah, but I I thought this was funny. Listen, I'm not big on Santa Claus and all this, but I did think this was really funny. So, a pastor friend of mine sent this. I thought this was funny. Let me put this up. December, (laughs) December, fat boy. This month is for my holiday. Now, hop in that sleigh and wait your turn. Come on, somebody. Amen. Come on, that's good right there. So, you know, it, it is, Thanksgiving is getting lost, but how many know we need to have an attitude of gratitude? Amen? The Word of God said in Psalms 107, and I love this, as the Word of God says this, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Come on, I'm to lift up your hand today, and it said, no matter what happened this week, he is good. Look at your neighbor and say, my God is a good God. For his steadfast love endures forever. And then I love this. Let the redeemed of the Lord. Oh, is there anybody that's redeemed up in the house today? Is there anybody that's been redeemed? I know we say things like big words like redeemed where people come to church and don't even know what that word means. Let me define that for you. Redeemed means to buy back. Aren't you glad that Jesus through his blood said I'm going to take back what rightly belongs to me. Anybody belong to Jesus today? Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And so... As we look into the Word of God, how many know that it's wonderful? Because how many, how many just love Thanksgiving? I love the smells of Thanksgiving. Come on, can I get a witness from somebody? I love the smell of turkey. And you're doing this, Pastor? You are tormenting us 20, 20, 25 minutes before noon. I love the smell of mashed potatoes and gravy. Come on, somebody. I love the smell of stuffing. Oh, glory to God. Green beans. Hallelujah. Somebody, how many know you're, you're like Pavlov's dog? You're just going, blah, 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 blah. It's coming down the side of your mouth right now. Listen, how, how many of you know uh, there, there are some good, and how many of the best recipes come out during Thanksgiving? Yeah, and they should, and they should, and so, and how many know that if you don't follow, I remember this, listen, let me just tell you a story, even when Thanksgiving's not going on, I remember hearing my mother on Sunday morning, when Thanksgiving was not happening, she would get out the roller pin, and I knew when the roller pin was going, chicken and dumplings was just, can I get a witness from somebody? That's the real stuff. That's not the canned stuff. Come on, somebody. When you roll out those dumplings and that chicken, praise Mama, I love you. Hallelujah. That is the anointing of God on that woman. There. Hallelujah. Put it together. But I'm going to tell you something. How many ever tasted food that didn't have the right ingredients? Come on, wave your hand at me. How many ever, as a cook, didn't put the right things in there, and so when you passed it on, <laughs> When you passed it on, how many know you got that look like? How many know when you don't have the right ingredients or follow the right recipe? Come on, somebody. It's nasty. Everybody say, it's nastiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. And so I'm just going to ask you, has anybody ever made that mistake of not following or, or messed up following? Lift your hand real high so we can look at you. Everybody look around. And say, i just seen you. Yes. We, we've all done that. We've all done that. And so, listen, I want to show you a little video of somebody that's on television that tried to cook something. Let me just show you a little clip and let you let's check this out. We've
1: been sharing our holiday treats. <laughs> Leslie are on tap this morning. Yeah, it's rude. not supposed this, to look like that. There's a whole story here. So what is this? Okay, what look at so these this, two over here. Like, I didn't want to bake it. I've been busy, so I didn't want to make anything, but my family was all freaking out. Okay, this is what I wanted to do. This was plan A. This is my favorite Christmas thing. Well, uh, oh, oh! here's the Safeway wrapper. Oh, thank you. It's Christmas cake. Fruitcake, Yeah, okay, from But Safeway. you wanted to make some of that. I love that. So this is so, bought. Seriously. Well, I made it and then Safeway packaged it for me. Right. Okay. So that's really my favorite okay, so thing. So that's what you want to do. You're but my family's all freaking out because you need to make something. Everybody's making something. So they all got together and they sent me this recipe, and I'm going to make you guys try it. So this is artichoke dip. Okay, so you think that that's okay, right? Is that too much for you, George? That's a lot. <laughs> <do> I, mean? <laughs> I I can't do this. How does it smell, Scott? It's like vinegar or something. So I, I thought this. it smelled like a barn. Oh, tell, why are we, why are we not being rude. We, should, we have no, right to no, it didn't work out. I'm telling you right work. now. This did not work out. Um, so uh, it's artichoke. Too much, day. too much. <laughs> <what>. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Is it edible? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at first, I'm like, well, it's not that bad, but the vinegar. But there's no vinegar in there. So here's <laughs> what happens. <laughs> what? That's like all that I can take oh is. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Okay, so like it's caught. I'm not trying to be rude here. It's okay. I agree with oh. you. I totally agree with you. Oh. It's already choked it, but something went terribly wrong. Okay, so first of How all, are you doing that. <laughs> 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 the vinegar burns. Yeah, there's no vinegar. There's no vinegar. Do you think something is off? Like, do you think maybe the artichokes what are do off? do Well, okay, I didn't have a lemon, so I just cut up an orange and put that <laughs> in there. And then I didn't know what spices to put in, so I put celery, salt, and oregano in it. See, this is where and the little bits of
0: chemistry play in. Lastly, things didn't um, combine properly. So
1: how are you enjoying it, amber? <laughs> <laughs> it, it
0: burns. <laughs> <laughs> There's it come on, y'all. Have, has anybody ever been there before? Amen. Come on. Did you know that if you don't follow the ingredients, come on, I'm putting my spiritual apron on this morning. You have stepped into the kitchen of Spiritual Food Network today. And we are going to cook something up. But how many know this? How many know that you have, and I want you to realize this, you got the recipe book in front of you? Oh, somebody better hold up their recipe book right now. Come on. And I'm going to tell you something. Listen, if you leave an ingredient out of the recipe book, it will not fully come in fruition. How many say this, Pastor, I haven't followed. There's been times in my life where I have not followed nor obeyed the recipe book. And because of that, things had turned out not real well. Come on. Let me be real honest with you. How many know that God not only wants us to be hearers of the word, but to be doers of the word? Come on, somebody. And follow what God has called us to do. Everybody do this with me. Put on your spiritual apron this morning. Some of you are doing it, and some of you are looking at me like I'm crazy. Put your spiritual apron on. We're going into the kitchen this morning, and we're going to cook. Listen, it's Thanksgiving. Hallelujah. And I've got the oven ready. Glory to God, it's going. And we're going to have some food then today. But this is what I want you to do. Look in Philippians chapter 4 in your recipe. Everybody just hold your Bible and say, that's my recipe book. That's my recipe book. Look, Philippians chapter 4. And verse 6, now, Pastor, I'm wondering, what are we cooking today? That's a great question. Y'all ready for this? You ready? It's called Don't Worry Pie. Whoa! come on. Can I get a witness from somebody? I'm going to say this right now. Look at your neighbor and say, you need a piece. Look at somebody down the aisle and say, you need a piece. Peace. And I'm not talking about a P-I-E-C-E. I'm talking about P-A-C-E. Come on, somebody. How many say my husband needs a peace? My wife needs a peace. Come on, my family needs a peace. Amen? But if you don't follow this recipe to the extent that God has caused it, I'm going to tell you you're going to get bad taste in your mouth. And I'm going to tell you the reason why some of you ain't got a hold of Don't Worry Pie. Let me just tell you this. It's because you ain't following it to the letter of what God says it is. If you won't, don't worry, pie. Follow the ingredients. Are you ready for this? Here we go. All right, y'all ready to cook? I'm ready to cook, ain't you? Glory to God. Look at this kitchen. Emerald ain't got nothing on me. Hallelujah. Glory. Look, look what it says. Let's read our recipe together. You ready? Philippians chapter 4. Lord, y'all didn't think church would be this fun, did you? Hallelujah. Look, Philippians 4, verse 6. Notice what I said. Do not be anxious about some things. I'm gonna repeat that because some of y'all ain't got that in your hardened, your hardened head and noggin. Come on, somebody. Anything that goes on or happens in your life, life. Death, principality, power. Come on, how many know I'm quoting another uh, another recipe? Nothing shall be able to separate me. Come on, nudge somebody say, wake up, he's preaching. Come on, nothing shall be able to separate me from the love of God. Look what it says, say it with me. Do not be anxious about anything. But in, oh, let's say that again. That's a word worth repeating. Everything. Do we come to God about everything? In what? Prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known. How about this one? Let me just define it, give you a little bit more clearer recipe. Here we go again. Look at this one. I love this. Read it with me. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about, come on, somebody, tell God what you need and thank him for all. Come on, can I get a witness from somebody? Woo. Now, Now take a look at this one. This is one more. Now read this with me together. Here we go. Are you ready? Read this with me. Don't fret or worry instead of worrying look at your neighbor and say that to him. say instead of worrying pray hey isn't that a thought you know what I, I do what, I like what Dr. Phil is because all these things and people just keep complaining about the same thing and re, they just keep going in the same old circle and I do love what Dr. Phil says. how's that working out for you Come on, somebody. Look at your neighbor and simply say this. Don't worry. Pray. All right, let's keep reading. Let petitions and pray, y'all ain't helping me, shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of you. Somebody ought to give God praise right there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo! Tell your neighbor, say, you need a piece of this don't worry pie. Come on. Oh, Would you just go like this? Go. My goodness, it's starting to smell good up in here. Mm, the oven is going. We're about to cook. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm going to act like I know I'm a good. <laughs> That's how you know you're a cook. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, 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 look. The reason why, and I want you to listen to me because I'm going to teach preach this morning. The reason why many of you haven't tasted of this pie is that you haven't followed the recipe fully. You've got a couple of those things. You've got a couple of those ingredients out, but you hadn't finished the whole pie. Come on. I want you to realize this. There's how many know that worry destroys you not only spiritually, but physically causes high blood pressure, come on somebody, and anger and emotions that shouldn't come up, which enhances your physical body to go to another level. How many know you just need to turn that thing over to God? And give, him to, give it to Him. Listen, for several years a woman had been having trouble getting to sleep at night because this, she worried or feared of burglars. One night her husband heard a noise in the house, so he went downstairs to investigate, the story goes. When he got there, he did find a burglar. And the husband said, good evening. I'm pleased to see you. Come upstairs and meet my wife. She's been waiting on you for 10 years. Hello, come on somebody. How I many know there are people that worry themselves to death in things they cannot control? Come on, somebody. I'm going to do something. I'm going to cast all of my care upon the Lord, for he cares for me. I'm going to quit carrying these things around in my life. So here's the thing. If we're going to have don't worry, Pop, everybody say, I'm going to follow it fully. Amen? Amen? See, what, what is it, Pastor Ford? See, worry is faith in the negative. Let me say that again. Worry is faith in the negative. It is trust in the unpleasant. It is assurance of disaster and belief in defeat. See, I love this saying. Worry is wasting today's time to clutter up tomorrow's opportunities with yesterday's troubles. It's the truth. Listen to me. Everybody say this, your husband needs a peace. Come on, I'm talking about P-E-A-C-E. Come on, your children need a peace. Come on, your family member needs a peace. Three ingredients, are you ready for this? From faith to fear, from turmoil to peace, from defeat to victory. Here we go. Here's three ingredients that we already see, if you ain't already seen it. I'm pointing them out to you in Philippians chapter 4. Look at verse 6. Here it is. Are you ready? Oh, glory. Prayer is your base. I'm going to tell you something, if you don't have this as a child of the living God, I don't know, let me me just go ahead and say this, this is a bold statement, but I'm going to say I don't know how you can call yourself a child of God and not do this. I got a couple little, it's the truth, because I'm going to tell you this, the only way that I'm married, let's get real. For twenty-two years, as there's been communion, talk, and I didn't do all the talking. Can I get a witness? Somebody, you say. What are you saying? Prayer is simply what does Prayer. What is prayer defined? Simply, it is communion with God, and it is not a monologue. Can I tell you that this is where we fail as Christians? Because I love that you're going in and praying. But it would cease to be a relationship with me and Darren. Darren's a good buddy. And, man, I'm telling you, this guy, man, he's got the greatest smile. I mean, come on, somebody. Come on, amen. Hallelujah. I love this guy's attitude. But you know what? This would cease to be a relationship between me and Darren. If I just went to Darren and said, Darren, I just want to tell you, this is going on with mine. And this I didn't give Darren no time. I don't know about you, but that's not a relationship. But that's how we go before God sometimes. We want to say and declare, and there's nothing wrong with that. He wants us to come with our needs. But we don't allow time to shut ourselves back and allow God. Am I teaching something this morning? Is somebody hearing me in this place? You must quiet your spirit. How many know that it is an art to be a good listener, as well as a good communicator? And so you must take time after I say blah 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 blah, 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 blah to Darren. Then I've got in reciprocal. Let him shut your mouth, Floyd. Receive what Darren is getting ready to say back church we must get to a place if this is going to be real in our life this is the base can I tell you that this is the base of the pie if we don't have this as the base of the pie then I can tell you what don't worry pie will never exist in your family in your life the pastor can't pray for you Pastor Bill can't pray for you your brother and sister can't pray for you Guess what, you gotta come to God for yourself. And I want to tell you this Please don't listen to the doctrine That you've got to go to some man To go to God before you How many know there is only one man One God His name is Jesus And he's the mediator Between God and man And how many has access This morning through the blood Of Jesus Christ That you can talk to the Father Just go like this with me Oh I smell it Don't you? It smells good in here. You know what's happening? Prayers being cooked up. Things are happening in your life. I would be careful. Look at me, every one of you right now, I would be careful with what voices you allow in your spirit. There are toxic voices. Pastor Bow, I wish I had time. Oh, I wish I had time in the kitchen. I don't have time in the kitchen to talk about that. But there are toxic voices that are trying to cause envy, strife, division, backbiting, and things... Be careful who you surround yourself with and who you listen to in your life. If it doesn't line up, come on, hold up your cookbook right now. Hold it up and say, if it don't line up and people are tearing down what's gone. come on, I wish you'd help me right now. They're tearing down the work of Christ. They're tearing down others. They're tearing down, can I tell you, that's a voice that I need to shut off. That's a voice that I need to say, that it is not of God. I choose to listen to the voice of the Lord. How are you going to find out the voice of the Lord? This is simple and I love this, but I think we've taken it for granted. Listen, how's it going to work, Pastor? The more, the more I communicate with God, the closer His voice I reckon. My sheep Know my voice. Hallelujah. Pastor Floyd, it's taking, me a, can I tell you, it's taking me a little time. I'm just having trouble recognizing the voice. Keep talking. And then not only that, listen, keep listening. Come on, I told you, it's, it's not a monologue. It's a dialogue. So come before. How do I do that? Well, I, I want to point that out. We're going to talk more about that in 2020. But can I tell you this? Do exactly what I'm, as, as I'm talking to Bill, go before a holy God. Say, God, it's me. Heavenly Father, it is me. And I come to you in the name of Jesus. Come on. God wants to speak to you and share with you and go in intimacy with you. But this is 1st It's got to happen in your life. Guess what? Before you start in the complaining mode and before you start, oh, what's going to happen. Can I tell you what? A lot of agony would be spared if you'll go in the prayer closet and have a little talk with Jesus and everything's going to be alright. We want to share it with everybody else what's going on, but we ain't even talking. You know the first question I ask, have you talked to Jesus? Well, you know A lot of things can be solved just with that one ingredient right there. That's the first and foremost ingredient is right there. If we're going to make Don't Worry Pie... Amen. It's got to be an act of prayer. Let me give you some scriptures. This is our lifeline. It's necessary that will work. They're going to put some scriptures up. It is this, 1 Chronicles 16, 11. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence, what? Continually. The word of God said in Matthew 7 and verse 7, Ask and it shall be given. Come on, somebody. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be open. Come on, I'm preaching today. Hallelujah, Matthew 20. Six forty-one. watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. Come on. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Come on, somebody. Luke 18 and 1, and he told them a parable to the effect that they always ought to pray and not to faint. See, there's too many people that's just doing this. Is that right? you know the story is in Luke 18 it's where the woman consistently came to Jesus, really, I ain't got time and she kept knocking on the judge's door is there anybody that's been there come on keep knocking keep praying, keep asking keep believing God, God is hearing you, God is wanting to answer your prayer, don't give up on believing God for a miracle inside your life, listen Ephesians six eighteen, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication to the end. Keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all saints. 1 Thessalonians five seventeen. Pray without ceasing. How in the world can that be done? Did you know that on your job, thank you Lord God, I praise you today Lord. That you're hearing my prayers today. How many know that's not a state of staying at the altar 24 hours a day? How many know we can't do that? You know what that's simply saying, Paul said? You can stay in your spirit in a state of prayer and commune with God. I don't know about you, but I don't want to stop my communion. It don't cut off at Devo time. Come on, somebody. But how many people treat it that way? Of I've done my three chapters for the day. and Lord, I love you, Jesus. And it's not a part of the rest of the day. I don't know about you, but my wife's a part of my day. And Jesus should be a part of everything that we do because in everything in word or deed, do as unto the Lord. So everything we do, everything we say, guess what we're gonna do? We're gonna apply it with prayer. We're gonna do it in prayer. And so that's what God wants us to do. I love this. Listen, did you know that in the Greek this word prayer is in its various forms, is used 127 times in the New Testament? Wow. Wow. In the Greek, it carries this meaning it means close, it means up front. It means intimate contact with. Come on, somebody. One scholar of the Greek word of prayer said this. It is to portray the intimate relationship that exists between the members of the Godhead. You see, John 1 1 says this. In the beginning was the word. Here's the key. And the word was with. God and the word with there in the Greek is taken as the word prayer it was the relationship between the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit how many say I want that intimate relationship with the Father that's what God desires listen I love this write down the scriptures not on there Jeremiah 33 3 what does it say call unto me let me say it again Jeremiah 33 3 call unto me And I will answer you. And guess what I'll do? I will show you great and hidden things that you have not known. God desires that for his church and for his people. In the beginning was the word. Here it is. And the word was face to face with God. I don't know about you. I want to be face to face with God. I mean oh, we got access today. Come on somebody. It's open that we've got access today the The, 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 the veil has been written to and there's access through Jesus Christ. Come on somebody. And instead of carrying, listen to this, instead of carrying your burdens, your worries, first a in this pie because guess what's going to happen listen to this when we go face to face and we take him those worries and those cares guess what God does in turn God will exchange your worries and your fear with a peace that passes all understanding Aren't you glad that God's then the exchanging business that when he makes exchanges, they're bigger and greater? And the, come on, somebody, amen? Listen, when I go to another country, I exchange my monies, Deanna, and I don't get the rate of return in the U.S. Come on, can I get a witness? Amen, Sister Terry. But when you get out of the country, you get your money back. Can I tell you that the exchange with God is, he says, give me your worries, give me your cares, and guess what God says? I'll give you healing, I'll give you deliverance. I'll give you joy. I'll give you peace. I'll give you miracles in your life. His exchange is always better. Every time. Woo. I smell something cooking in the kitchen. It's cooking. Prayer's cooking, but it's got to happen. There's an old saying that goes something like this. Seven days without prayer makes one week. W-E-A-K. And it's the truth. If it's not present in your life, come on, the secret of praying. Leonard Ravenhill said this, the secret of praying is praying in secret. You want to know how to get close to God's heart, then seek him in the private time. And what you do in private, he said, I'll bless you openly. Seek the face of Of God. Get back into a prayer time. Are you ready? Everybody everybody ready for ingredient number two? Amen. Everybody ready? All right? Ready? Praise the Lord. Look, look what it says. Praise the Lord. In Philippians 4 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer. Here it is the next one supplication. Here it is. I'm putting it in the bowl. Come on, somebody. Pastor, what in the world is supplication? It simply means this in the Greek. It depicts a person who has some type of lack in his life and therefore pleads strongly for his lack to be met. It can mean simply this, to beseech, to beg, to earnestly appeal before God. I love this scripture, and every one of us know this. You can write this down. uh, James chapter 5 and verse 16 says this. Confess your faults to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. What are you saying, pastor? Listen, it comes to God on the most serious terms. It's passionate, it's earnest, it's heartfelt supplication. It's a bold ingredient. How many has ever had one of them ingredients like cinnamon come on? Or spices? Or somebody say pure vanilla? Glory to God. Hallelujah. How many know it's a bold ingredient, but it is necessary. And you know what I can do? The word of God said in Hebrews, I can come bold. Into the throne room of God and make my request known. Look at me, every one of you, right now. Wake up, those of that are asleep, wake up, I'm waking you up. Let us quit praying in generalities and let us be specific in our prayers. If I went to Bill and Bonnie's door and knocked on their door, Pastor Bill's going to come to the door. And he says, hello? And then Pastor Bill says, what can I do for you? Um, it's good to see you. Bye. Do you know that the church a lot of times prays in the same way that we come to God in generalities and not specificity of coming to God and being specific Let me define it again for you. Ask what? Knock about what? Seek about what? Come on. Let me just get real to you. That's why I said, Father... I come before you in the name of Jesus and I am believing for Alan Roberts to be healed of cancer in the name of Jesus I am calling out that he be healed in the name of Jesus Christ listen some of you don't even know it and it's public knowledge there were signs can I tell you of prostate cancer in Alan's body they have caught it early glory to God but what I'm believing is that God would completely heal Alan Roberts of cancer. Come on. It's time for us to come before holy God. Well, Pastor, he already knows before I come, anyways. He does. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't ask. And sometimes we use that as a block or a weakness. But God, you know, and go about our business. I'm going to tell you something. I know what it is to have two boys. I can't wait till the day. Woo! Before Jesus comes and the Lord should tarry. And I got a grandson or a granddaughter. And baby, I'm going to tell you something. When that granddaughter with curly hair, she's going to have curly hair just like Megan and she come to her paw paw and she look at me with those eyes paw can I have so and so oh baby you can have it all you saying that floor you know what our heavenly father loves us so much more I wish somebody give me a witness right now and he's just waiting on his children to say I love Robert today I love Lisa today I love Grace and I love hearing that they're asking their heavenly father because guess what it's saying I don't depend upon nobody else but the father that can meet every need according to his riches and according to his glory it simply says to the father I don't depend on nothing on this world my trust is not in mercy. My trust is not in see you. My trust is in the heavenly father that gives all good gifts and there is no shadow of turning in his life. My Dependency. That's why God wants us to ask. Is that it shows our dependence. Supplication is simply being specific to earnestly And not be afraid, not cowering down. Did you not hear what prophecy was spoke? Even today, can I tell you? You're a child of God. Coming to the throne room boldly. God wants to hear your request. He cares about what you think is minute. He's saying, I want to show myself and myself miraculous in your life and in your family. I care about the small things. What do you mean, Pastor Floyd? If he cares, Pastor Bill, about the sparrow that falls to the ground, and he dresses the lilies of the field, can I get a witness? How much more does he care, Brother Don Magnus, for me and for you? Go like this. Look at somebody go. You're not telling them you stink. Just tell them. Say, I, 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 I smell something cooking in the kitchen. Because guess what? Supplication is being made. It's being stirred in the pot and being placed in the pan. And the oven is being warmed up. Can I tell you, here it is. I know what time it is. Don't get nervous. The third ingredient is this. Everybody with me? Come on, somebody. Everybody say this. There's no reason for us to be timid when approaching the throne room of God. Come on, somebody. Here's the third ingredient. Are you ready? Here it is. To make don't worry pie. Here Here it is. You ready? Here it is. You ready? Thanksgiving, boom, bam, bam, bam. You know what? It means whatever we're going through, God, I love you. God, I praise you. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. The story goes, and the story is of the ten lepers in the book of Luke that came to Jesus. How many remember that? And they said, "Lord, have mercy on us." In other words, heal us, Jesus. How many know that they had to walk around going, "Unclean, unclean." And what Jesus tell them? Go to the priest and show yourself. How many know it didn't take that long? The Word of God said, "I love this." As they went. They were whole. How many know God could still do that today? But as nine went down the road, oh, they forgot about Don't Worry Pie. See, and that's something just like us. We quickly forget what God has done for us. But there was one. Oh, somebody, can I get a witness? There was one leopard, Deanna Tim, that he did a U turn. Come on, somebody, how many has ever done a U-turn? He turned back to the Lord. Read it for yourself. The word of God said that he fell on his face before the Lord, and he offered up thanksgiving unto God. Jesus went into that. Were there not ten? There's nine here. What in the world happened? And then he told the guy, hey, go. Your faith has made you whole. Go and sin no more. Go, go, go. You're healed in Jesus' name. Guess what you need to do? You know what? Listen to me, church. I'm doing some little, what I call preaching today. That's teaching and preaching. It's not in the Webster Dictionary. Listen to me right now. It's easy to praise him when the miracle has already happened. Can I get a witness Somebody? somebody? I How many has been there? Oh, Lord. Oh, I'm shouting. I'm the biggest Pentecost you ever. <laughs> Here's the test. That scripture addresses don't worry pie when the manifestation hasn't even happened yet. That means you give thanksgiving before it even happens. Oh, come on, somebody help me right now. Come on, somebody help. I'm just going to take it up. I'm going to tell you, Emerald ain't got nothing on the floor today. Bam, Thanksgiving. Hallelujah, glory to God. Bam, my God's a healer. Come on, somebody. My God's a deliverer. Hallelujah, bam, hallelujah. You need to say that every time. I say, God, I can't see it. God, I can't feel it. But guess what? I give you thanks because you're worthy to be prayed. There is no other God besides you. cooking in the kitchen hallelujah oh glory to God there was a song about that when something's cooking in the kitchen with Martha hallelujah listen it's happening it's happening in this moment and I want you to walk out of here with don't worry pie But it's only going to happen with the base of prayer and the supplication of going earnestly before God and being specific about what you need to ask God to intervene in your family and in your life about and then the next thing you know is this <laughs> A miracle hadn't manifested itself. But guess what it does? When we praise Him, when it hasn't been manifested, guess what it does? It builds our faith. That's what God wants to do inside of your spirit. I'm gonna give you a case in point. Are y'all ready for this? I tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm I'm mixing Thanksgiving, I'm mixing supplication, and I'm mixing prayer and Guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put it in the oven right now. Y'all ready? I got it on, I got it on about 450 right now. <sighs> It's happening. There you go. It's in the oven. Let me give you a case in point. Y'all ready for this? Here it goes. I remember a few weeks ago when Pastor Bill was enlightening us with teaching about David and Goliath, but he named it David and the dwarf. I love that because it was the perspective that God gives the child of God. Come on. And so what I want to let you know is this. Listen, let me just read the passage real quick. Write it down. You can look at it later. Let let me tell you, three ingredients was happening at the same time. What was it, Pastor? 1 Samuel 17, if you want to turn there with me real quick, verse 45 and 47. Here it was, was standing in front of a nine-foot enemy. And guess what David said? David started out with prayer. He said "He said to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword and with spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord. Come on, somebody, Hallelujah! If that wasn't enough, he said this this day: the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you down and cut off your head. How many? cooking was going on in the spirit and guess what, no worry, pie was being made. Supplication was made and then look what happened. glory to God. He said I will give the dead bodies of the host of the Philistines this day to the birds of the air, to the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. He's cooking the pie, and all at one time, brother Alan. Don't worry, pie got in that situation, and God began to. David, don't you know the nostrils of? I, I know, I know, I'm stretching this a lot, but you know the, the the incense of prayer. This is what the Word of God says: and supplication and thanksgiving came up before God, the Father. And guess what God said I'm pleased. And you know what in that moment it was not it was not a slingshot. It was not a stone. Come on somebody look at me right now. But it was not by might. Not by That thing was released and how many lift your hand and say I know the rest of the story. The enemy fell flat on his how many know today the enemy is going to fall flat on his face when we pray when we bring our needs before God and when we give him thanksgiving God will intervene every time. I want to tell you something this morning. How many say this? Say, Pastor, I'm believing for don't worry pie in my family. Lift your hand real high. Lift your hand, real, keep it lifted. Keep it lifted. Say, I'm, I'm believing for don't worry, pie. Oh, I could smell. It. it just come out. just it just come out of here. Oh bless the Lord. Oh. Brother Alan Konwinski, this pie is for you, my friend. Don't worry about it. Give it to the Lord, and he will work it out. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Now I want you to know you're mad at me because we didn't cut it up and give you a piece. That's what the first service said, but in the name of Jesus, I wish we could because guess what? Everybody in this room needs a -A P-E-A-C. God's going to be glorified and magnified. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's podcast. If you want more information about Calvary Christian Assembly of God, please click onto the link in the podcast. God bless you.